You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast, featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. Peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will guard our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, verse 7. You know, Jesus tells us that we ought not to let our hearts be troubled. And how can we do this? It's when we are able to guard it with the peace of God. When we are able to guard our minds with the peace of God, we are not troubled, we are not perplexed, and we are not anxious for anything. For the peace of God keeps us. In the verse before, verse 6, the Bible tells us to be anxious about nothing, that we ought to worry about nothing. But in every situation, by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, we are to present our requests to God. He says, by prayer, with thanksgiving, put your requests to God. And instead of worry, the peace of God will keep thee. You see, there's no room for a thankful heart to worry. Because a thankful heart is one which believes they have already received that which they have prayed for. And so I see why the Bible says to pray with thanksgiving. It's to pray believing that the request that has been made has been fulfilled. And our thankfulness shows our expectations have been met. You know, the Bible talks about a time when the disciples went into a ship and Jesus was in the same ship with them. And it is when they had launched off that there rose a great tempest in the sea. There rose a great storm in the sea and the boat began to be filled with water. The disciples at this point went to Jesus, finding him asleep. They went to him and said, Lord, save us. And it was then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, which then ceased and there was a calm. You see, the God who knows all things, the omniscient God who knows all things, the the one who knows our thoughts while they are afar off, he moved at the point that the disciples said, Lord, save us. He moved at the point when the disciples made this prayer In the midst of their distress, they made that prayer and asked the Lord to save them. And he did just that. It's such a blessing to know that the Lord hears and answers our prayers. It was from the petition of the disciples that the Lord 
moved and calmed the sea. It was at the point that the disciples gave the Lord their cares. It was at that point that he was able to move. You see, our prayer moves the hand of God. And no matter how raging the sea was, and no matter how filled that boat was becoming, the Lord did not move until the prayer request was made. And the disciples who were before worried and in distress and wondering whether they will see the next day, they were now in peace. For not only was the sea calm, but they themselves were at peace. My friend, if you cast your cares upon him, the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds. And you can know if you have truly given your cares to the Lord. For if there is not peace at the end, then you have truly not given it over to him. For the Bible is true and it does not lie. The peace of God is that which keeps our mind and heart. And if we give him our cares, his peace will keep us. And although the word may tarry, his peace will keep us. Although his word may look afar off, his peace will keep us. And it's in the trusting of his word that we will continue to believe that he will do that which we have put before him in our petitions. And so there's a peace that comes when we trust God. There's a peace that comes when we lay all things down at the feet of Jesus. Because now we're looking not to self, but we're looking to him. And if we truly believe that his word shall not fail us, then there's a peace that will keep us. You see, Hannah, after she prayed in the temple there, after she poured out her heart in prayer, and after she poured out her soul in prayer, the Bible says her countenance changed. For although she entered the prayer room one way, in distress and with sorrow, she left the prayer room with a peace of God that changed her countenance. It changed her countenance. For now she had exchanged her worry, exchanged her sorrow for the peace of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord, the uplifter of our heads, our glory and our hope, the only one in whom we can trust, my Lord Jesus. You know, this story is such a blessing because Eli, who was at the temple, when he saw her depart, he said, go in peace. 
He says, go in peace and may the Lord grant you the petition you have asked for. You see, once we lay down our petition before God, there has to be a peace. If we have truly made that transaction, the transaction of casting our worry upon him, in return, there is a peace. And that's the peace of God. You see, the one who worries, the one who takes it upon himself to not cast his care upon the Lord, the one who refrains from praying because they are trying to solve a thing on their own, the one who does not put their trust in God for him to see a thing come to pass. He is the very one who lacks faith. He is the very one who lacks faith in God. The Bible goes on to tell us that after Jesus had calmed the storm, he said, where is your faith? You see, worry, anxiety, all these things, it chokes the faith that we ought to have in God. It chokes the trust that we are to have in our Lord Jesus. It stifles our faith, and this ought not to be so. For the Lord wants us to be completely dependent upon Him. He wants us to look to Him concerning all things. You know, I find it very interesting that when Jesus went to that wedding in Cana with His mother and the other disciples, the Bible says that when the wine had finished, the mother of Jesus turned to Him and said, They have no more wine. You see, when I thought about this, I realized that in normal circumstances, if the food or the drinks that is at a ceremony finishes, you would approach the host in regards to it finishing. But not in this situation. Mary does not approach the host, but she approaches Jesus. She approaches the one who is able to supply the needs of all those at that wedding. She approaches the one who is the source of her need. Her request first goes to Jesus. And so you may ask yourself the question, when there is a situation, when there is lack, when there is a problem that you cannot solve, who do you first approach? You see, we need to come to a point when we realize that all we will ever need is found in Christ Jesus. All that we have has come from Him and all that we will ever need is found in Him. We need to come to a point where He is our first point of call and to look upon Him and no other. 
You see, God so loved us that He sent His only and begotten Son to save us, to cleanse us from our sins and to save us from both this world and ourselves. For He answered a request that I did not even make, but He answered a request that was needful for me. And because of that, I can now live in peace. Because of the workings of the cross, I can now live in peace. Peace from sin. A peace from the worries of this world. A peace that I could only find in Him and not in the resources of this world. A peace in which I have the reassurance of where I am going after this life and the confirmation that He will meet me there. You see, you too can have that peace because the million-dollar question is, where are we going after this life? Our Lord Jesus has made a way for us to be with Him after this life. And we can have that peace and assurance that we will indeed be with Him if we believe in Him. If we believe that He truly is the Son of God, that Jesus is the Son of God who came, died for our sins, rose again, and is now seated at the Father. If we are able to confess this, believing in our hearts, there is a peace that will come that passes all understanding and it will keep us. And though the storms may come, it will keep us. Because no longer will we live for self, we will live for Him. And we will share in the peace that He has. That peace will keep us. And He who keepeth us does not slumber, nor does He sleep. But He watches over His own. And so accept Him this day. Accept Him to be your Prince of Peace. Accept Him to be the one who is able to care it for all your needs. Humble yourself this day and take on a childlike faith like Mary, His mother, and make Him the first point of call in all things. Make Him the first in your life. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.